even in a great luxurious home, there are both trash cans and crystal wine glasses. There are both plungers and chandeliers. Some things serve an honorable purpose and others uh, a dishonorable. Hello, you're listening to the Greek to Me podcast, a daily discovery of the New Testament scriptures one word at a time. We hope today's podcast helps you better understand and appreciate God's word. Our word today is Eucrestos. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 20 and 21, Paul writes, Now in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honorable use and some for dishonorable use. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. The word I want to point out here is the word useful, useful to the master of the house. It's the word eukrestos, or useful, and it's made up of the word you, meaning good, and then another word that is actually pretty difficult to bring into the English, it's the word krestos, which can be translated as good, or kind, easy, or suitable. Together, they make eukrestos, describing something, and usually it's describing a person, that is particularly useful, and it's the idea of being easily used because you are ready and willing and able, and even beyond that, you're happy to serve. Paul writes, in a great house, those are not only the vessels of good and silver, but also wood and clay, some for honorable and dishonorable use. And he's calling God the master of this luxurious estate. And he says, even in a great luxurious home, there are both trash cans and crystal wine glasses. There are both plungers and chandeliers. Some things serve an honorable purpose and others uh, a dishonorable, a not so shiny or, or positive purpose. And yet they are both necessary and inevitable. Listen, God will get his glory, the glory that he deserves and his will will be done. So it's simply a matter of how we will be used. Here, Paul is calling young Pastor Timothy and every Christian, respectively, to be useful in the master's work, particularly for honorable and good works. The two other times Paul uses this word, he uses it to describe two exemplary servants to the master, Mark, or John Mark, and Onesimus. And there's something very relatable and encouraging to their examples. The first one in 2 Timothy chapter 4 Paul tells Timothy to get Mark and bring him with you, for he is very useful to me for ministry. This sounds simple enough, but this is the same guy that Paul thought was anything but useful and wouldn't even allow him to serve with him on his second missionary journey. In Acts chapter 15, Mark is accused of withdrawing or abandoning the work or deserting the team in Pamphylia during the first missionary journey. Mark was the opposite of useful. He was absent. But somewhere in the decade or so between Acts 15 and 2 Timothy 4, John Mark had somehow been further purified or prepared for the good works of gospel ministry. The other person Paul calls useful is a runaway slave named Onesimus, and he was the the slave of Philemon, to whom the letter in the New Testament is written. Onesimus abandons his post, maybe even stealing some of Philemon's property on his way out, only to run into Paul in Rome, hear the gospel, and be saved. Paul then sends him back to his master with this message. Paul writes to Philemon, the slave owner. Formerly, he, that's Onesimus, 
was useless to you, but now he is indeed useful to you and to me. I am sending him back to you, sending my very heart. Clearly, Onesimus' conversion makes him far more ready, willing, able, and happy to serve than he was before. Ironically, Onesimus' name means useful. So that means this. It means at his birth, he was called useful. Then, over the course of time, he became a useless and dishonest slave, who was then made useful again. The same is true with Mark. He was a faithful, useful brother who, for whatever reason, could not be trusted by Paul for a season, but later demonstrated his usefulness again. Now, I said there would be a relatable and encouraging example, and I think we've just stumbled on it, and we need to hear this, and that is that we too can be made useful to the Master again. So whenever we are rendered useless or or we feel useless because of sin or struggle or discouragement, you name it, we can be made useful again. But remember, God uses a pagan king in the Old Testament by the name of Cyrus, and he uses a backstabber like Judas to accomplish his purposes. The question is, will you be used by God today for dishonorable or for honorable use and good works. The Christian is a vessel of honorable use created for good works, to be salt and light, to preach the gospel and make disciples, to love our neighbor and reflect the light of Christ. How do you feel about being a vessel, an instrument, a tool in the hand of God? Does this feel cold and utilitarian to you? Or are you honored to be invited into God's story? Or are you humbled by the opportunity to be used by him today? And to be very clear, we are much more than hammers in his hands. We are his kids. And yet at the same time, our Heavenly Father is the King in whose service we now live. So as Paul writes in 2 Timothy, May we then, therefore, because of who he is, all he's done, may we be holy and ready, useful for every good work.